0: Now, back into the show.
1: The most successful people are highly focused on one specific thing. They have a very good understanding of what they are individually the best at, and they understand how to bring the right different skill sets together. So what you're not going to find extremely successful people do when they're at the beginning of their career is they're not going to be going in 12 or 14 different directions. Mm. Now, you might say, Stephen, I've definitely seen a lot of successful people. They talk about diversified you know, having diversification, having multiple streams of income, they might be running multiple businesses, but they didn't start running multiple businesses. They started succeeding in one business until they ended up having that type of momentum that could actually drive them forward. And then they were able to, once they hit a level of success, hire the right people, afford to be able to attract the right people to then go in multiple directions.
0: All right, and welcome to Investing in the US. My name is Reed Goossens, and we're coming to you live from IIREC 2022, the Intelligent Real Estate, Intelligent Investor Real Estate Conference here in Redondo Beach, California. And with me, I've got a good friend of mine, Stephen Pesavinto, and he is coming to you. We're coming to you live, obviously, you're going to hear this being pre recorded. But here's the thing, he's not actually never been on this podcast. He and I have been friends for multiple years now, and I'm really pumped to have him this on This is the show. first time I've been on your show. It's crazy. First time, crazy. and I want to welcome him. So, Stephen, g'day, mate. Welcome to the show.
1: How are you doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I'm excited.
0: I'm in person. I. With that being said, because I can't refer anyone back to a previous episode, give us a spiel. Who are
1: you? What do you do? Where you come from? Yeah, How do you get that good looking hand? My name is Steven <laughs> Pescevento. Uh, I have a great show called The Investor Mindset Podcast and I run a real estate private equity firm called Von Finch Capital, where we go and find really great deals uh, and raise all the capital with Phenomenal LP partners, been in the business since 2016, flipped over 200 houses, have raised tens of millions of dollars of equity and have you know turned that over and over again successfully. Big into personal development, excited to be actually talking today with you about the five success principles, lessons that I have actually learned from studying uh, hundreds and hundreds of successful investors and entrepreneurs and pulled them all down into a very simple format for us to be able to consume. Five of them?
0: Five. five. Well, we're gonna get into that, but before we do, I wanna ask you, and I ask you of all
1: my guests, how'd you, run the clock and tell me how you made your first ever dollar as a kid? The first ever dollar that I made as a kid, I, I can remember I started working when I was really young, probably, nine ten years old uh, one of my stepdads had a framing company and I get three dollars an hour to go out and stack wood and to pull nails out of uh, braces and and really just do grunt work run around clean things up and it was great because I felt like I was rich I had some money and you know money wasn't really prevalent as a kid it was one of the big kind of pain points. But being able to have that and feel like I had some ownership, some control was really big.
0: It's it's really important to to have a good grounding and here where people come from when their their relationship with money because I think it's so important to how you go out and build successful be success as an entrepreneur, right? Yeah. So so with that, let's talk about the successful principles because that was a good segue into your principles that you've developed through, remind me that and remind the listeners that you have interviewed how many people to get to these five,
1: you know, the five commonalities that you see. In the well, principles? I've studied hundreds and hundreds of very successful investors, entrepreneurs, thought leaders. I've, you know, done almost 300 podcast episodes on the Investor Mindset Show. And, you know, it's been, it's been phenomenal. And through that process, what I've realized is that there's a few of these principles that are common, that you see these things over and over again uh, whenever you talk to successful people. And that's what really kind of brought me back to this idea of if we can identify what those success principles are, if we can identify how successful people think, then we can actually start applying those within our own life. And of course, I run the Investor Mindset podcast and sometimes people hear the word mindset, but they're unclear about what that definition is. And so the definition uh, of mindset is uh, your thoughts and beliefs directly lead to the actions you take and therefore the outcomes you experience. And what's amazing about that is by changing those outcomes or by changing those thoughts and beliefs, you can actually start to change the outcome of what actions you take and therefore what is actually showing up within the world. So by understanding these five success principles at the core, just applying any one individual principle is gonna change your life. But when you can start applying all of these, you can start thinking and acting like some of the most successful people and you'll start experiencing some of those same results as well. So let's get into it. What's the first one? Because you're right, mindset is
0: super important to everything. You know, changing the way you frame something is really, really important. So
1: what's the first principle? Well, framing, that's exactly it. So the most successful people, they see challenges as opportunities. And what does that mean? Well, that means that in life, there's things that are going to knock you down. There's things that are going to be unexpected. There's relationships that aren't going to work, partnerships, there's going to be businesses, and things are not always going to go the way that you want them to go. But the most successful people, they see those challenges as opportunities. And so what does that mean? Well, they look for profit in the problems because they recognize that when there's a problem, that equals profit. And so how does that end up coming true in the world? Well, perfect example is when you're buying a large multifamily property like we both do, we look at those and we say to ourselves, well, you know, there's an opportunity to raise rents or there's an opportunity to improve this building or there's an opportunity to reduce expenses or do a better job of managing. Any of these things are reasons that many people would say, I'm not interested, I don't want a house that's not all fixed up, I want everything to be done for me. But we go in and we recognize the same thing some of the most successful people have realized that when you see those kind of problems, you then want to assess, well how can I actually make this an opportunity for me and for those that I'm involved with to be able to grow and succeed. Right. Talk the next one, what's the next success principle? Well, I, I, I mean, there's so much to understanding this idea of challenges being actually opportunities, but when we go into the next success principle is that the most successful people are highly focused on one specific thing. They have a very good understanding of what they are individually the best at and they understand how to bring the right different skill sets together so what you're not going to find extremely successful people do when they're at the beginning of their career is they're not going to be going in 12 or 14 different directions Mm. now you might say steven i've definitely seen a lot of successful people they talk about diversified you know, having diversification, having multiple streams of income, they might be running multiple businesses, but they didn't start running multiple businesses. They started succeeding in one business until they ended up having that type of momentum that could actually drive them forward. And then they were able to, once they hit a level of success, hire the right people, afford to be able to attract the right people to then go in multiple directions.
0: That's, You've seen this? I, I've seen it, but it's also very interesting because as an entrepreneur, you get so scatterbrained. You like, I remember starting out and learning about real estate and learning about, you know, wholesaling and fix and flipping and buying for cash flow and, you know, all commercial real estate. And, and and you just don't know where to start. And so how do you, what are some of the principles that I can take on or the, the listeners can take on to do something and be focused today because we're inherently gonna wanna learn everything and do
1: everything and throw spaghetti against the wall to try and see what sticks. Well, there's nothing wrong with going into it from this kind of uh, beginner's mindset. Wanting to learn lots of things, but going in with intention, right? If you have a hypothesis of what you believe is going to happen or what you believe is gonna be good for you, you wanna go in, you actually wanna experiment. So, you know, try before you buy, maybe you're gonna go learn a little bit about this, you're gonna learn a little bit about that. But once you commit that you're gonna go down a path, you commit wholeheartedly down that path until you find success. You continue to iterate and maybe change along the way. But one of the biggest mistakes that we'll see people make, especially in the real estate space, is you'll go to a meetup, you'll go to an event, we're at a conference right now. And what I can always tell when someone is brand new or when somebody is, Probably not on a path towards success currently is when they tell me I'm going to flip houses and I'm going to wholesale and I'm also going to do storage. and I'm thinking about doing multifamily. And I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, it's a, it's great to be excited about many different things. But frankly, the biggest mistake you can make is to try to focus in all those directions at once. Instead, if you focus in, you go down one path until you hit success and then you get the resources necessary to be able to diversify and go do multiple different uh, things.
0: And I can personally say that I'm at that stage now where I can go and hire the right people. But in the beginning, you know, we, we, we can probably going off a little bit of attention, but you, you you want to attract other people who, so you can be focused in your area, but you don't want, but you have other areas of business that need attention like capital raising, right? You may not, you're really good at it. I may be really good at operations, but you're not maybe good at operations. So you need to build the business. You need a little bit of yin and yang. So
1: yeah, how does that lead into the third principle that we want to talk about? Well, this is, it's perfect, perfectly set up. I, I feel like you don't even know what I'm going to say, but it's right in alignment. And really what its it comes down to is one of the biggest mistakes that both passive investors and active operators make. And they're unclear on what they want and why they want it. And so we've got a great little document that walks you through this entire process. And so I want to be able to share that with the audience. And if you guys want to grab a copy of that, you can grab these full five success principles of the investor mindset at investormindset.com success. I'm sure you'll include that in the show notes for everybody. But one of the things that you want to think about is you want to ask yourself this question, what do I want and why do I want it? what do I want and why do I want it? And most people think you hear the, the phraseology or the idea of let's start with why. Great to know what your purpose is. I definitely believe it. I think it's a huge motivating factor, but it's even more important to know what you want and you use why to clarify that what. So when we get clear on this question, when we ask ourselves, what do you want? And let's talk about passive investing as an example. If the answer is, I want to create more flexibility. I want to create uh, more freedom. I want to have more fun. I want to be able to have a hundred percent control over every decision that happens in that investment. Why do I want that? I want to feel secure. Well, one of those specific what's that you want does not align with passive investing. You do not have complete control over everything that happens with that asset. So if that was truly important to you, then you'd actually need to step back and decide, maybe I need to go the active route. However, by getting clear on this, you can come into it with eyes wide open about what is the right fit and what isn't. And a lot of people make the mistake because they're unclear about what they want. And then they start looking at a lot of investments and they get excited. They maybe pull the trigger on something that isn't truly in alignment. And I personally did this in my business. I started flipping houses. I, you know, we bought over 200 houses. We built a very large house flipping portfolio. But at the end of the day, my what and why I was doing it was to prove that. I could be a real estate operator, that I could make money today to be able to invest tomorrow for passive income. And through that process, I ended up building a business that was no longer in alignment with what I actually was going for, which is why we ended up shifting our direction, building a business around our ideal client. And it's only through that process of understanding what you want and why you want it. And the more often that you do it, if you do this every day, you're going to continue to readjust to be on the right path towards where you actually want to end up.
0: Now, back into the show. And I think going back to one of your earlier comments about focusing, being hyper-focused, it's okay to be hyper-focused. It's really important to be hyper-focused, but it's okay to pivot in the future. Absolutely. And it's okay as entrepreneurs. I I remember hearing this, uh, one of the guys who I had on the show, Dan Priestley, he talks a lot about riding the wave right yeah. and when you're when you're an entrepreneur you need to be able to be nimble enough that things will happen in the business that you need to pivot and you you and I both personally experienced business challenges that that, that that you've gone from fix and flipping into something that you wanted to prove to yourself that you could operate but it wasn't in alignment and it probably caused you a lot of angst and, and bit you know anxiety and sleepless nights but you got clear and then you now have pivoted into your new venture so with that being said, what's number four? Because I know we've got, we're trying to get down the list here. We've only got 20 yeah. minutes. So we've, got, we've gone through one to three. But what's the fourth principle that people talk about or what
1: you've developed and you've seen and you've observed through all the different research you've done over the years? Well, it, it's really key, right? They, they invest in... Assets. They invest in developing assets, they invest in cash flowing assets, they invest in assets that are going to protect their wealth. And so when you go through this process of actually investing in assets, an asset is something that is actually going to create value for you or is going to retain value. And so when you go through the process of investing in assets, that might be, you know, a piece of cash flowing real estate. But another asset a lot of people fail to recognize is the asset of your brand. Right. You and I have both done a very good job. We're sitting in front of a sign that says the Reed Goosens <laughs> brand. We've got the investing in the US. I have the investor mindset podcast. I have Bon Finch Capital. I have the Steven Pesavento brand. And each of these are individual assets that allow me to be able to build relationships at scale, be able to build trust and both attract people to work with me as well as to be able to create income. And so a podcast is a great asset. I mean, there's a lot of different ways that some of the most successful people invest in creating assets, but at the core, they are not uh, just going out and spending money. They're asking themselves, well, how can I invest this money to then deliver a future return or future value in some type of way, shape or form?
0: And I want to just clarify that we are talking about digital assets and personal branding because we are both operators. Um, but as a passive investor, you also got to understand where you want to put your money to work in an asset, meaning a physical asset. Uh, if you are more inclined to go down the path of being an operator and building a brand and raising capital and doing all the rest of it, digital assets are fantastic. And we can do a whole podcast on that, which I'm sure you would, you and I would both love to talk about. But, that is, It is important to talk about these principles and what people are investing in and in, in, investing in assets for the long term is super important. Just understand that takeaway from principle number four is that there are other assets out there besides a piece of real estate. You know, We happen to both use the business uh, of real estate investing as our foundation, but we have other assets out there to support our core nucleus, which is to grow a portfolio. But, so, and, and I
1: would just say yeah. with that, one of the big reasons why I personally invest in real estate and run Von Finch Capital is so that we can create a very large diversified portfolio for ourselves and allow others to invest alongside us, right? So by being able to build some of the assets that I just shared, uh, that I talked about, but you think about a great example like Richard Branson, Virgin. His name individually, Richard Branson, just by having that name attached to a company is an asset that directly allows him to be able to Raise raise money, to be able to, reach a lot more people. And so these are some of the reasons why you're going to choose some of the different partners that you're going to work with is because of those assets that they bring to the table and the trust that ends up coming along with them. Awesome. And so that leads us into the fifth and final, which is... maybe to it. You, you would know this guy's own podcast, right? <laughs> which, <laughs> which is the importance of partnering with experts and hiring great mentors, coaches and advisors, people that really support them in their business. So one of the big things to differentiate is what's the difference between a mentor versus a coach. A mentor is somebody who has already been down that path, it's the same path that you yourself want to go down and what you're gonna do is essentially learn from them, word for word, and follow in their footsteps. They're gonna light the path so that you don't have any trip ups, you don't end up stepping in any potholes or falling down along the way they have already done what you want to do and you're going to go down that path and do it. A coach, on the other hand, doesn't necessarily have had to have done what you want to do. However, what they're the best at is helping you and others get the most out of yourself so that you can go to that next level. Now, what's a great example of that, right? Uh, One of the the greatest examples is Michael Jordan. At any given time during his, his career, he had over seven different coaches from health to nutrition. And then, of course, we know about the head coach, Phil. But Phil was not the best player on the on the court, but he was the best at helping those individual players get the most out of them and then work together. And so that's really important because a lot of people end up messing this up. They really need a coach when they're going after a mentor or sometimes what they really need is the strategy of following in those footsteps, but then they can go hire a coach that is really going to try to pull the most out of them. So they really work well together. And then finally, that last piece is all about the idea of partnering with experts. So this idea that you're going to go out and find people who you are going to align your interests with. And when you're talking about investing, this is really important. This is what we do at Bon Finch. I know this is what you do Reed, as well, but you can do this throughout pretty much every area of your life. You try to find other people who have similar values, similar vision, and that by working together, whether it's in a written partnership, whether it's a relationship with your spouse, whether it's other families that are in your neighborhood or other businesses like we're discussing here, you find ways to have alignment of interest, which means at the end of the day, you guys are both driving towards the same thing, that when they win, you win. And this is one of the beautiful things that I love about real estate is it actually really allows for that alignment. And it's one of the reasons why I've built my entire business around real estate because it really attracts people who are interested in personal growth, creating a better life, and then of course, going out and trying to do that together with other great people.
0: I love what this this particular topic, and just to reiterate what Steven just said, the difference between a mentor and a coach. I remember starting out, hiring a mentor because I wanted to be this other person. right? Mm-hmm. Today in my business, I have mentors. I, you know, You're a mentor of mine, you know, I don't pay you money, but I have a coach who I pay. Yeah. Uh, who Now she's not in the real estate space, but she helps me be the best I can be and get the most out of who I am as a person in my highest and best use. Um, so understanding the difference between mentor and coach and where you are in your investing career is really, really important. And maybe when you're starting out, um, having a mentor is better than having a coach because you want to be in, you know, surround yourself with the people who you aspire to be, and then the you know the partnering with experts. Once you've got going, once you've got running, and you're up and you're up there, and you're starting to do a few deals, starting to look at who do you want to align with to partner on deals because this business is supposed to be fun, right? We, we're, trying to, we're in real estate for a reason to make money for ourselves, for our families, for our investors, but also we want to partner with people because that helps us grow and scale quickly. So with that being said, I've been writing down a ton of notes here. Could you take us back through the five, the five principles again and where we can go to find that exact
1: formula on your website? So you guys are going to want to grab these five success principles of some of the most successful investors. You can find that at investormindset.com slash success. InvestorMindset.com success. And those five success principles, of course, are they view challenges as opportunities. They are ultra focused on one specific niche until successful. They understand what they want and why they want it. They invest in assets over liabilities. And of course, they have a great uh, support staff of mentors, coaches, and they partner with experts. So those are the five success principles. Again, you can find those at InvestorMindset.com success. And uh, if you end up liking what we're talking about, I encourage you to shoot me a DM at stephen.pesavento on Instagram. A lot of content coming out every single day right over there. It'd be great to interact with you, be able to support you on your journey. Well, this guy is an absolute
0: freaking legend. Love having him for the first time on the show. It's not gonna be the last time we're gonna have you on the show. But again, I want to thank you all for taking the day out, taking the time out of your day to tune in to continue growing your financial IQ. That's what we do every week here at Investing in the U.S. You can follow me again on, on at Instagram as well on ReedGoosens, Or you can go to ReedGoosen's.com. where will be all the show notes from t- the summary of today's show notes up there. Remember to head to investingmindset.com forward slash success to get your copy of Stephen's incredible five success principles and we're going to do it all again next week. So remember, be bold, be brave and go give life a crack.